0: Hello and welcome to the season finale of the More Than Muscle podcast. Wow. Feels season good. Season finale. I know, it's dramatic. Never
1: thought I'd be part of like a season.
0: Yeah, it, 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 call call your mum. It's like being on a, on a Netflix show these days.
1: Season two. Does that mean we're soon. seasoned? Well, we seasoned. We're
0: seasoned. You are? Yeah. Mate, I'd have three chilies next to me on the menu Sweet. at Nando's. That's, uh, that's no. all I'm saying.
2: How like one of Andy's Exactly.
0: Ooh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing this week? You right? So good.
1: So, so good. good. Why so good? Snowing tomorrow, apparently. Oy Snow oy. good.
0: Snow good. Oh my god. <laughs> Right. Bring Ellie back. Guys guys, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna advise you to stop listening to the podcast now. Uh, Listen to whatever Joe Rogan's doing these days. If 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 this is the standard. Yeah, Joe Rogan who? Snow Rogan. (laughs) Um, Good lord. Snow
1: joking.
2: Um. Snow
1: joking. (laughs) Oh god. Alright everyone, chill out.
0: Wins this, guys, this week, guys. There we are. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. Personal
2: wins. Pretty happy with the weightlifting from the blocks. Um, didn't break my knee, so I'm happy. That, that's a win. Client wins, quite a few. Uh, too many to mention. Just com- get them. Com- <laughs> com- company wins per chance. Company wins, yeah. yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. yeah, yeah, What's going on? Two became three. Three became four.
0: What's the song? When two, two become be one. Become one. <laughs> Is that the Spice Girls? Yeah,
1: That's the... That's the
0: one. No, a bit before my time, but yeah, that's, yeah, uh, that's, with that's you know, that's all that is. Nice
2: company.
0: So, no,
1: we're actually um looking for another personal trainer. So, okay, if now. you're out there,
2: more stress. Can anyone hear me? <laughs> <laughs> more fucking stress.
1: <laughs> Please email us. It was a long, long old road to find Max, but yeah we're ready to take that journey again.
0: Oh, that's, that's a Brave move. <laughs> I think. Any. Do you think this is a good advert for us as a company? Like, if mm. people are listening to this, yeah. I
1: don't not? think so. What? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What what right. We've
0: got the good bands. Podcast like this? Yeah, Exactly. Something. Come on now. That's, okay. That's the well, one. All right. Just other than at, well, they don't hit. They don't hear the uncut version. They hear the nicely yeah. edited version. This <laughs> is true.
1: This is true. The uncut version. Can That's the
0: motivation to apply. If you apply, you'll come in for an episode and you'll hear what actually goes on behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I thought we would talk about markers of success. What is success? What does it look like? How best to track it? All that good stuff. How quickly should you be progressing? Uh, because I think a lot of our clients, as well as just everyone in general, stresses that they're not progressing fast enough mm. or they don't know what a, a good rate Actually, is so. I thought we'd dive into a ton of questions that all all surround those sort of topics. Mm. Um, The first one, I I probably think this is the most common one, is how quickly should you be losing weight? And obviously, I think you have massive factors like training age, um, how lean are you already, And, and that obviously impacts your weight loss greatly. But whenever you look at a lot of things on social media, a lot of things online, a pound a week seems to be the, the hallmark of sustainable, I use mm. air, air quotes there, um, mm-hmm. weight loss and I don't know where you guys sort of stand on that as a as a very broad number.
2: I think it's dictated by your training age, how heavy you are how much body fat you ha- have um, how, responses you, how responsive you've been to a training method, meaning if you've never done it before you probably see quite a lot of change because mm. the stimulus is so new. Um, I think a pound a week is quite a good one for people that are not elite but not beginners like if you're that person that sits in the middle pound a week's pretty good Um, if you're elite as in you're quite lean but you're trying to change body fat it depends how extreme you go Mm. to get that pound a week and then if you've got excessive body fat you're probably going to see more than a pound a week because you've got things like water weight that are going to come off you you're going to have the stimulus change so they're all like markers of like that's what it is. If you're sitting bang in the middle,
1: I think for my clients, it's nice to it's nice to kind of have a, have a ballpark figure of what you should be doing.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: and or not what you should be, but what you're kind of expected to maybe lose if you were doing X amount with your diet, or if you're doing X amount with your training. Like it's it's nice to roughly say one to two pound a week. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think it's the, the be-all and end-all. And like Andy says, it completely boils down to where you're starting and mm-hmm. where your body currently is. Because for somebody who is maybe really petite and like 45 kilos, if they want to lose a kilo, that that's going to be quite a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like proportionally, it's, yeah. it's it's a lot for or, them to one to
1: two kilos. If they end up losing one to two kilos in their time that they're with you or over the next sort of 8 to 12 weeks. weeks—that That's quite a lot. Versus somebody who comes in and maybe they are 100 kilos. Yeah. Losing 2 kilos isn't going to be maybe... You it, It's not going to be as, losing, as bad to lose. It's losing not,
2: 10 kilos is not going to be a bad thing over like a 16 to 20 week period if you're that excessive. It totally mm.
1: depends on where, where you're starting and also what your goal is to do.
2: And whether that should be the top marker of
0: success. Which I don't think it is, and there are lots Mm. of other things we can talk about Mm -hmm. later in the podcast, which I just thought weight loss, purely because it is the most common one you get hung up on, and obviously weight loss, even if you are losing weight Mm. at what you'd call a sustainable rate, it may not necessarily even be good weight. Yeah, weight loss, yeah. Yeah, you can have muscle wastage, you can lose uh, water weight, you can uh, decrease bone density, all these different things. Also, um, it's... um,
1: Pound a week is 3,500 mm-hmm. calories. And if you're walking about 10,000 steps a day, that's roughly about 500 calories. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite nice and simple if you can get people to walk more. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to really think much about their nutrition and think much about what, um, what training they're doing or their exercise. If they can just start to walk a lot more, then if you do that 500 pounds a day 500 pounds 500 (laughs) calories a day it works out to about a pound a week weight loss Mm -hmm. um so yeah maybe that's where that's come from but yeah one to two pounds a week
0: i I think is perfectly reasonable yeah yeah. i mean another another really common marker is looking at your bmi i mean doctors still using it i think is deeply concerning obviously it doesn't account for muscle mass versus um fat you're holding on to so you look at someone like you know an elite bodybuilder would be constituted or put into the obese category yeah and which is deeply concerning yeah Um, but other reasons why i mean at first of all it was uh, what was it the 50s and bmi started started becoming introduced i think so yeah but i think bmi has its place with general Mm. pop and that's the
2: reason why doctors use it Mm. it's bastardized by us a lot because we look at performance markers Mm -hmm. it's not a performance marker it's if you are a sedentary individual and you're overweight the likelihood is your bmi is going to be in a place where you need to do something about it mm-hmm.
1: um well it's based on untrained individuals like that's how they that's how they started the calculation yeah. yeah so if you're a trained individual then maybe consider it but i wouldn't take it as gospel yeah and yeah, I, even
0: I'm semi-trained to be honest i think that
2: bmi is an indicator not a performance marker so if you're going to use it you need to put it alongside performance marker so for example max just gave the example of a bodybuilder mm-hmm. you go in and your bmi is high and you go well i'm not obese or shit sherlock if that's the <laughs> right way to say it if you're over 100 kilos and your cardio is fucking shit and you ain't got good energy system then regardless of how you look in the mirror you should be concerned about that bmi because you're probably going to die of a heart attack soon yeah so there is some value in it um, but I think it's like doing VO2 max and MAS, max aerobic speed. You use, you use one to indicate the other one. It needs to be used in perspective, and I think that's where it gets lost.
0: Yeah, I think, I think people naturally start to gravitate towards what it would, you would maybe constitute as a, a base weight. Um, when you start scaling back your training i'm Mm. not saying necessarily if you're using steroids but if you're on a cycle or whatever you may come back to a really similar number yeah because that's how much body mass you you want to hold on to it's like yeah Yeah. for
2: example me i'll come in obese bmi Mm. so if i wasn't a trained individual and i didn't know that i could run a 10k with my eyes closed i could last 90 minutes in football my blood pressure is where it should be then I should be concerned about that. But the fact that all of those other markers sit alongside it, it's not such a problem. And I think that's what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think, yeah. you're, quite, I think you're quite right. I mean, like it leads me on to talking about body fat, specifically, um, and what a healthy marker is. Like, I've had clients come in with very specific goals of, I want to be X percent body fat. Mm. And I think that that comes with a host of other other concerns, as well as being fixated on uh, numbers and figures, which mm-hmm. in itself is unhealthy, can create some mental issues there. But, I mean, if you're looking at where to pitch yourself, I, I, th- I think it's tricky for people to know specifically how much body fat they should be holding on and what a realistic goal is for them, where they are, how long it's going to take them to lose it. But um, inter- I think it's visible abs is the main thing. So you look at, I think the, the holy grail seems to be 10% is when you start to see mm. abs. It's not. It's I'm, not. Sp- I'm speaking from yeah. personal experience. It's I have not. had visible abs. At 14.5%. I can sit right. with four abs at yeah. 20% plus.
2: Yeah. Because my density of my body mass is a lot different. Like I hold a lot of muscle mass. Yeah. Whereas someone who's the same weight, weight as me doesn't weight train at 20%, they might not even see one. Mm. So I know if I get lean at 15%, I might be able to walk around it like with a six pack. Yeah.
1: I think everyone looking for progression doesn't always have to look at progression as being numerical. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you <clears throat> when you set out for a goal, it's always I want to be
0: mm.
1: X clothes size, or I want to be um, X amount body fat, or I want to go down to ten stone. It's always yeah. they're always setting it out as like a numerical. Mm dress oh, sizes are another one yeah you? yeah whereas i think if you look at it more as a feeling like you want to be more confident you want to be able to run five yeah. run 5k you want to be able to play with the kids you want to be able to lift move squat then that's much more of a, a positive outcome mm-hmm. one, rather than just being tied down to those numbers
2: one of the problems is like numbers can give you an unhealthy relationship so you touched on it being bad for your mental state but Mm -hmm. i think if you actually educate yourself on what those numbers represent they can also be really helpful Mm -hmm. so the big crux that i have with a lot of clients particularly if they've worked with other personal trainers and use different softwares is what body fat percentage represents Mm -hmm. now just to roll a few off my tongue you have a four point test you have a seven point test you have a nine point test you have a 12 point test We know the four-point test, when they created the software, it was done on the general pop. We know the seven, nine, and 12 was done on the athletic population. So when they did the formulas and they did like the studying on it, the four-point test will always chuck you out a higher percentage of body fat. Mm -hmm. So I often do our body fat test. It comes out at 12, 13, 15, whatever percent, and they've done it somewhere else, and it's a lot higher. And it's basically educating people and not getting fixated on the number, but understanding if that's the software you're going to use, same as the scales, you use the same instrument, same time of the day, with the same trainer taking it, and you'll start getting an average. But I think even more important, if you're going to do the body fat test, is understand it's an indirect measure, not a direct one, and that you should look at the millimeter sum rather than the percentage because then that offsets everything mm. mm-hmm. but you're only ever going to know that if you're educated mm. and I think that's the the real thing is understand what the numbers represent in whatever mm. data set you're looking at
1: yeah and also realise that 15% body fat doesn't mean that you're going to look like me no, or you yeah, yeah exactly it, it, it sits differently on everyone yeah. um, so I think we should stop striving for those numbers maybe yeah. that we see Advertised on other people, mm. and start focusing on yeah. Have them maybe in the back of your head, but don't let that be the main driver.
0: Yeah, no, you could you can be uh, like really wrapped up about it. I had a client come in, and he was fixated on five percent. Um, I know, it's, yeah, <laughs> I know. <it's> honestly, <laughs> ridiculous. So, so in terms of like specific numbers, to basically not die. Men need a minimum of five percent, so you are at the absolute mm. threshold of yeah. the point before you're gonna fucking die. Mm. Uh, women, it's about twelve percent. you naturally holding holding more body fat, but yeah, the fact that he wanted that five yeah. percent, he was like, "That's and I want to get there." It was deeply concerning. Just to
2: go back on that, it's like I've done body fat tests with people that we've prepped for shoots and shows, and the body fat percentage caliper comes in lower than five percent. They're not dead, so it mm. just shows you that. You're right, the software is not accurate. It's an indirect measure showing you that it's coming down. Mm. And don't get fixated on it. And again, if you go across the variants of the different tests, there's going to be lots of problems in what you think 5% looks like. Yeah. But yeah, it's not healthy. No, it's not a problem.
0: I want to play a game. Anyone feeling... Jig, jig, jigsaw vibes. It is, man. <laughs> it's not a Christmas. Humbug. Humbug. <laughs> oh, exactly. No. To be fair, a lot of lot of Christmas stories have some creepy, creepy yeah. looking. Like especially you look at um some Scandinavian Christmas like stories. It's all about like creepy, like weird creatures. I don't know. what? Like the, the Grinch yeah oh no. also the Grinch I mean I'm not sure that's Scandinavian but yeah sure Jim, Max, Jim.
1: fetch me my coat
0: Jim, Jim <laughs> Perry just like creeping about in the night yeah
1: what,
0: his geez. dog's called Max isn't it the Grinch his dog is called Max yeah oh yeah well, uh, alright then anyway briskly moving on um,
1: <laughs> I want to
0: watch that now <sighs> yeah to be fair now I do as well um, anyway game I thought we would, I, I thought we would play time. Play, uh, exactly, play time exactly playtime. Um game time um, right. So I thought I would, uh, uh, draw up a new one for us this week. Um, I've called it jump to conclusions, Ooh. right? Okay. So I'm going to alternate between the two of you. I'm going to ask a question. So something you may find with Nat and I want Andy to answer it. Just give me the jump to conclusion, what you think it may be. Some of the questions are loaded to give us some more interesting answers. Mm. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's just let's just see how it goes. Okay. Okay. to some conclusions. You can have a little think at home and just uh, just uh, let us know what what you think. On is the Actually, in these situations, <laughs> what's that, mate? Hands on the buzzer. Yeah, hands on the button. There. No, you just. I'm
1: gonna just, I'm gonna alternate. So yeah. the first
0: question is 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 um, for that. Nah. Yeah. So the question is, uh, what's in Andy's bedside drawer?
1: Two. He
0: doesn't have one. <laughs> oh, okay,
1: I know what it would be. What would it be? A Bible.
2: <laughs> Standard. <laughs> he does. I promise
1: you really? it is. Oh, yeah. Best, like, for and, oh, like, hotel uh, style. Yeah, he goes to the hotels. It's the first it. thing he looks at. He she's, goes to the bedside table and looks it, it. He's got she's if about, a Bible She's talking about her.
2: super training.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, t- he's always had a. Bible yeah. by the side of his face. That's an interesting
0: yeah, word for the More Than Muscle ebook that he's released Second. as well. <laughs> the Bible, yeah. isn't it? Bible. Yeah. That's interesting. That's something we didn't know about you there, Andy. Yeah. I wrote the Bible, didn't I? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I star in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like it. Uh, Andy, next one's for you, mate. Um, well, what's the racket coming from Nat's bedroom?
2: Racket? Yeah. What's the racket? her snoring fuck's sake <laughs> catching flies
1: can i just do a side note something that's very very funny happened today you go on then. so today I was at, yeah i haven't told you this i was at home and i was training my client on zoom and but i was in the other room mm. so the plumber came round and he was in the hallway uh plumbing, plumbing. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and uh, then f- finish with a client yeah said bye and then open the door and he goes nah if I didn't know what you did as your profession I'd think there'd be f- some funny business going on in there <laughs> <laughs> would he, goes, <laughs> he goes the huffing and puffing coming uh... out of that screen. <laughs> I like, that's great I hilarious <laughs>
0: well you were trying to pin me out the other day at the gym weren't we always oh no bad. For, for for context a client like, i gave her a new program and she was like oh i think this is gonna want to make me choke you and i just said i think that's extra but i'll have to i'll have to, I'll have to, check, I'll have to check with that <laughs> <laughs> that sets the rates all right she also yeah. wears a fur coat when she comes to
1: the gym <laughs> <laughs> what we do. Venga coat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: next question for you now um What's Andy getting up to in the shed by himself?
1: Training. Oh, I love ah, that. dedicated. to be fair. Dedicated. Sure take the to Bible we've got in there in in with me. I'm sure I call that a shed.
2: Take the old Bible in there with me, and we just bang it out. <laughs> me and Jesus. Me and Habibi.
1: Or stroking his olive trees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. They
2: feature in the Bible, by the way. Oh, that is pride and joy Does that make them grow faster?
1: I don't know They've actually got quite a few olives on I'm quite impressed Is <laughs>
0: that what you call You know matey boy Andy Is it or just stroking the olive tree? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> stroking the old olives Stroking the olive tree Just extracting some
2: olive oil Exactly You are
0: fire Next question <laughs> no, Extra virgin
2: Extra virgin, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Love that. You don't oh, even face. want to see my lemon
0: tree. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh Christ Right, moving on. It's, I'm glad this is the finale, otherwise we really are gonna get cancelled in it. Um Right, uh next one, Andy, this one's for you. Um why hasn't that laughed in the past thirty seconds? She just did. Oh right. <laughs> Why wouldn't she have laughed?
2: Because the, the fucking person to... hosting it is not funny. Oh. 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 oh, wow! Wow, you
0: know what? You know, <laughs> I reckon sorry. we just knock it on the head there. Jeez. Season one. Season done. one. Done. Mate, Andy, Andy, I'm, you know what's going to happen though. I mm. need personal training. I'm going. They're replacing you. Yes. Retirement. About
1: time we got some fresh blood in here. <laughs>
0: People that read the brief. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> um, Nat, one for you. Um, who is Andy thinking about right now? Mm-hmm.
1: Harry Kane. Yay, yeah,
0: score my son, it. It's Just always Harry Kane. Yeah, boy. You're the same as my, my older brother. My older brother's got like a full-on man crush on Harry Kane. He's just yeah. like, I just that love man, his lisp. That man could shit gold. Like, <laughs> no, as as I don't think concerned. he's very
1: attractive.
0: Yes, he is. he looks sexy when he scores goals yeah in that Spurs shirt that's what you're
2: into with the old armband on
0: (laughs) Um, and and Andy last one for you just to round us off Uh, where does Matt wish she was right now Cyprus yeah can't blame her to be be fair with my olive tree, exactly. Hire some more PTs, mate. They can run this shit. Yes. just See what But I like
1: the seasons here. Yeah. <laughs> <And there's, laughs> yeah, I told finished. you, there's the old Four <laughs> Seasons <week>. over there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> four Seasons Hotel, that is.
0: Back to our semi-serious discussion, guys um so other ways of measures of success i think a lot of people get quite hung up on uh, one rep max testing i'm aware yeah, all, few, yeah i mean why wouldn't with, you fucking with up with good reason <laughs> <laughs> um, every single week just just gonna check see if it's yeah. see if it's gone up yet um, but a lot of people i mean especially when it comes to like a thing like bench or something like that mm. it can be quite unsafe to go for a one rep max test maybe yeah. um so i was just wondering what are some other ways people can go and actually do a, a proper strength test without necessarily having to go to a 1RM um, to mm. find out how quickly or how well they're progressing with that strength training. 3RM? Three, three yeah, I was going <laughs> to say 3RM. <three> <laughs> so you, you can... But in terms of proportion, so if you were looking at your 3RM and you were then wanting to find what is my 1RM, hit yeah. this with a pinch, so You can
2: you can go a higher, higher number, so like three or five rep max, and then the percentages in the literature are quite obvious, so mm. then you can predict what your one rep, mac would, one rep max would look like based off that figure that you get. Mm. Um, and then week on week, you can work off that. Yeah. Um, the other thing you can do if you want to get really mathematical is work off velocity, so you can get a push band or a tendo machine and find out how quickly your concentric phase is, so mm. that's the push on a bench press, and you can predict where it's going to drop off and you'll find out what your rep max is based off that, but that's a little bit more tedious, so come and hire us and we'll do it with you. (laughs) Or I think
1: being nice and safe is if you're just logging your progressions each Mm. week. Mm. So like when you're doing eight reps at a certain weight, it might start to feel a little bit easy so you can start start to up it. But yeah, just keep it nice and safe. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um,
2: yeah and then just video yourself and the quality of how you're doing it yeah. is another way you can because so many people do a 1RM and you're like yeah you did a 1RM but it was shit mate yeah, so how can you do it well at the expense yeah. of yeah what's that the expense technique. how can you do it well and how can you improve that week on week and I promise you your 1RM might get stripped for a few weeks mm-hmm. but it will be better in the long run yeah. form, form and speed mate yeah. and mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to look at
0: that I you mean, express like, the force need exactly a right. force be with you I am your father you just enjoy my Instagram posting that Darth Vader exactly. it's in the
2: time. first testament of the bible by the way but anyway you can read it <laughs> <laughs>
0: what God being like I am your father that's how the world was made man yeah, oh, fair <laughs> to get that. perfect sense one rip, maxes <laughs> God did not skip chest and arms
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, that's a fact Jesus died doing chin up <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, uh, another common thing, so as well as moving away from strength, something I think that's maybe a little bit trickier to track um, is mobility and how that's improving. I know a lot of blokes will start training after after like a couple of weeks of doing some mobility work. They're like, oh wow, I'm so much more mobile. I'm, I'm no longer getting three inches of range of motion in my squats. Fantastic. Yeah. And then they knock it on the head. They're like, well, I've completed mobility now. Um, no, so in terms of is... long term tracking, because obviously in the initial stages you're just eyeballing it and mm. it, it, you progress quite quickly mm. if you've never done it before. But um, what are some interesting ways that you guys would recommend tracking mobility and as you work on that?
1: Yeah. Tracking it? Yeah. Well, you could you could track it within like your sessions. So when you're doing like your strength sessions, mm. maybe your technique is better, um, you're getting less injuries. But in terms of actually doing it I would say little and often mm. and it never stops <laughs> there, there's a
2: few there's a few tests you can do like a sit and reach test and you see if you can touch your hamstrings yeah. like there are a few tests out there that you can do and you will do it before do your training sessions and then see if it's got better I just have a battery of a few movements that we call fundamental movements mm-hmm. I'll say to someone film yourself moving and then we will do our personal training sessions or you'll be given your your training program and then over a few weeks we'll just get you to refilm it and if it's improved then i've done my job and you are more flexible Mm -hmm. but we always look at things like what's your joint range of motion currently because it might not be flexibility it might be that god didn't make you right that's again in the second testament but anyway (laughs) god didn't make you the way that you thought you should have been and you have to just adjust the way you're moving and then Mm -hmm. things just get better for you so Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more intrinsic
0: and i think you need a pro if you don't yeah, really you need if your that. exercise selection to reflect that as well. Like oh, the thing is, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. if you are not given, you know, the gifts of, you know, a, a, a shallow ball and socket joint, or yeah, maybe more susceptible to the injury. But yeah. that's another conversation. Um, you know, if you've not got that, then you know your range isn't going to be great. That's, yeah. that's that's just tough luck. Look at another exercise selection and yeah. get really good at that because that is more suited to someone with. Yeah, your, your and mobility. also
1: when you're doing yeah. your exercises as well, do things that can maybe like work in your favour and promote the flexibility mm. and the range within those areas mm. like working to your full range within within each exercise mm. rather than busting out half mm. reps yeah. Yeah. yeah and
2: don't listen to the mainstream find no. out for yourself because the problem is the mainstream are giving you cues on how to do things and we all know that it ain't right mm. so find out how to do things properly if you don't know come and see me because I'll tell you or one <laughs> of us But it's out there. If you really want to learn, you'll find it. And then I promise you, your executions get better because you'll start setting things up based on you, not Mm. because you've seen some YouTube video of how someone's doing it or your local trainer down the gym is doing it in some way with his client and you're copying it. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, absolutely not.
0: So in terms of goal setting as well, I think it'd be interesting to explore that a little bit because... I think having goals that are set too far in the future and if you haven't maybe got a specific event to work towards ie a wedding or a party or something or a specific dress that you're desperate to fit into or whatever it may be um you need to take a little look at how frequent am i setting these goals is it unrealistic how quick am i looking to progress so i don't know if you guys have some standard things that you talk to your clients about in terms of how how long are you going to leave between your goals that you're setting for yourself? Mm. Um, how short term, how long term, how many? I
2: I tend to look at the over or overarching goal that someone wants, mm. and then we make like not mini milestones, don't like calling it that because it's like if you achieve this, then you get to this bit, and then you get like ladder goals. Mm-hmm it's more like what markers across the base do you need to hit so that we can get onto level two and level three to get to the overarching. Yep. So I like to build it like that. And I think if, like for example, if you want a, a big one RM squat, it's like, well, okay. So one of the mini, that's the big overarching, but one of the minis like movement efficiency. The second one might be, you know, are your flexibility getting better? What's your base strength? So there'll be like mini goals and I find what that does is then help someone fall in love with the training process because they're now fixated on what needs to be done rather than what the overarching is Mm -hmm. and then they will slowly get there. And that's how I tend to try and push it towards clients.
1: Yeah, I think everyone that comes in will have a goal because that's why they initially initially inquired. Um, Sometimes that goal is completely bonkers as well and it could be something that's so out there like let's say for instance they want to lose two stone and they're going on holiday in four weeks time it's like come Mm -hmm. on now so our job is to make things more realistic to them Mm -hmm. um in terms of like time frames and what they what they should be doing to achieve this in like in a healthy way but also as time goes on as well somebody's goals might be tweaked as like Andy was saying they become more in tune with their body and how they're training so they might start to, to tweak their goals and people's goals change mm-hmm. um, but I do think it's important to have little goals yeah as you as you're going along and, and break those down like what are you going to do this month what are you going to do this week mm-hmm. what's your goal for the day
0: yeah I think you need to find lots of little healthy markers for people to work towards yeah. because I mean I've, I've got a couple of clients um, who once we've completed like the, the event or whatever it may be, they're a little bit lost, and yeah. like, I, know, I know I want to keep gymming, but I don't know. Do I want to get strong? Do One I want to things, get flexible? Yeah. Do I want to get flexible? Do I want to lose any weight? Like they're not really sure about yeah. what it is that they want, yeah. and I think you, maybe you need to almost like guide them into what yeah. you know is good for them. And yeah. again, that's that that's a case of speaking to someone that can see how you move what is actually going to help you in the long term make you move better
1: feel better which is why performers performance markers are really good yeah um so you're not constantly thinking about how you're looking Mm. or what size you want to be or what your body fat is
2: yeah it's important because a lot of time switching
1: that up works really well
2: a lot of the time you don't need to say anything like the markers will make them gravitate towards where they want to improve because they're like well you set it all up in such a way. I can see that if I get better here, then this is going to get better the next time I do it. Mm-hmm. And then their next phase is all generated over there. So you don't always need to say much. You just need to present it.
0: Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck <laughs> <man. laughs> There we go. Uh, well, you guys said we've got to make it Christmassy, so let's make it Christmassy. It's coming out in December. This episode, Whee! so oh. uh, I mean, it's a season finale as well. So I'm gonna say and we've
1: got the candles. We've got a
0: few candles in. It's like a little seance in here. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought I would do a little baby Christmassy number and give you all a, a, a preemptive Merry Christmas, which feels weird saying that we're in we're in late December at the moment. That's yeah, right. Um, Christmas. Yeah, wow. Christmas yeah. as soon as October's finished people are thinking exactly. about Christmas also right? in the Bible Christmas and, and candles and light <laughs> and you realise you haven't got to sell the Bible I'm no, not I'm sure.
2: just stating what's in it <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's
1: been, the it's people sold. know it's a Sunday, Sunday Times bestseller
0: <laughs> exactly Amazon number one
1: <laughs> especially this time of year
0: <laughs> it's a big one yeah exactly it's, it's, did you know it's, uh, it's it's my birthday coming up soon by the yeah. way as well yeah. and, and I'm Muslim um, I'm a Muslim. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just thought I'd let oh, you guys oh, know. No. Um, so, um, anyway, I thought it just just a quick little festive version of Max's mediation. Oh, I, oh. I, I, oh yeah, oh like yeah. Like a festive bake, oh, like <laughs> a Greg's one. Like a, oh, yeah, like a Greg's festive. That's my bake. church, right there. <laughs> 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 right there, boy. Exactly. He says on the fitness podcast. Um, <laughs> Going to title this on the first day of Christmas. My true love said to me, isn't that lovely? Yeah, guys, yeah, smile at each other. No, yeah. maybe something. No, there it is. Trust me, there's a warm glow in the room. I know you can't you It's can't not just the it. candles. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Rudolph. So, I just a simple question for each of you. What would you say or do for each other to make you guys feel merry around this time of year? Oh. What, what's, what's a festive thing yes. you would do a festive thing. to, uh, oh, to, to do. cheer the other one up?
1: That cheers Andy out
0: around Christmas time, or just in general. Presents. Yes. Kettles on. Kettles on. Wood (laughs) copper. Nice sherry. New personal trainers. Four. (laughs) (laughs) A nice sherry.
1: Sherry, you don't drink sherry. Doc Doc Grandma.
2: Dot Cotton has that, didn't she? Yeah, but you're
1: not Dot Cotton. We'll
2: be soon. (laughs) What? Oh, yeah.
1: What would you do for me then?
2: Not Nothing, you should know that by now, love. Back <laughs> oh, to, you know, do you know what I mean? Oh, that's cold. It's just another day, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not into all of that. Do you know? Like, do you
1: big, like... What would, would I do, do for you, love? Well, I know what I'd Christmas.
2: do for you. What I would do for you on Christmas Day is... To make a Bring you all presents that I've got under the tree. Oh! Yeah. Oh, yeah right.
1: How do you never get a your presents? Exactly, really
2: it's just another day, oh, isn't oh, it? Oh, that's cold. I do get you presents. What did you get last Christmas. See, She's forgotten. This is what I'm talking oh. about. No, I actually don't know. Like when you can't remember, what you, then what's the then? point? Did you get me? I can't fucking remember See? either. But I did definitely
0: <laughs> do something. You didn't do presents. No, I did. I did. If you can't remember it, Annie, you didn't put enough thought into it.
1: No, we didn't. We didn't actually do presents.
0: No, I did. I definitely got you something.
1: You guys don't do presents. No, do. I find that
0: so weird. Like, I'm a proper. I do presents. No, no, I got you don't. something. We don't.
1: We well, don't. me something. We, we do. alright. Oh, we yeah, sometimes do year, presents. Sometimes we do. I definitely got you something. Sometimes we do.
2: I'm trying to think what it is. It was good.
1: You, I promise you, you didn't because I think we no. Bought Nat's the oven thing. Or something.
2: Nat's thing is like <laughs> I've got it, but it,
0: it's coming in a few weeks. I'm like Christmas is <laughs> today.
1: No, I, th- I think we bought the oven.
0: We you bought you bought the oven. As in that was that was you both gifted the oven to each other. Oh, definitely. We bought
1: a house. <laughs>
0: I feel like in Max's mediation, this is speaking volumes. All right, we're not, we're not, we're not doing. Okay, presents. So Christmas was cancelled last year, Boris. Yeah, it was, but you can still the give it a good. That
1: one. Um, <laughs>
0: season two.
1: Let's come back to this, and we'll see what you got me this year.
0: We'll see if you can remember it first of all, <laughs> <laughs> and then if you got anything as well, that that'd be, that'd be <laughs> handy. You're a market there, Tom.
1: Yes, nice. I promise you. You didn't get me anything. Oh, fucking did. No, you, you, honestly, you didn't. Maybe that
2: coat that you're wearing.
1: No. You didn't. I bought that. With
0: my Yikes. money. With my money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have a joint now.
2: Jeez. So, so I did get you sat in then. <sighs> no, I
1: actually don't think you did. I'm, I'm
0: going to move on. Thank you, everyone, so so much for listening to this entire season of the More Than Muscle podcast. Thank you for all the support through. you have made it through. <laughs> that's it, that's impressive in itself. Thank you for the support, the love, the great feedback, the interactions, the questions, all yeah. that good stuff. I mean, we're not coming back next week. Max? No,
1: no not we next week, week. No, on.
0: it's gonna be. We have a
1: week off. We have a, a few weeks a off. A
0: few weeks off, exactly. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a little while, but that's uh, you know, drum roll. These, these guys okay. can all get excited. Oh. Season two yep. coming. And he's been uh, replaced. Requests, send them in. <laughs> if you miss
1: us, we're all on Instagram. Max is on TikTok.
0: Oh God! How is that going? You guys slate me. I honestly, I don't really try at it because I don't. Here we go. Out. Don't Stop even try. Give him a follow. Someone, please help me out. All right. Don't, don't even try.
1: Um, yeah, thank you for listening. If you do get bored of us, not if you switch get, it off. If you get bored, switch it to, fa- to us. Yes, there you go. can. You can just go through it all again.
0: Yeah. Or if you get bored of us, don't don't, don't. tune into season two.
1: but <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us on the socials, we're at More Than Muscle L T D, at PT Nat Sylvester, at PT Andy Pledis and at Max. Fitness. But he likes to be different.
0: He does. Oh, you, I There's set up before guy guys I knew the guy existed. That. I might change it for brand consistency. Yes. Cheers, Never Ever Media. Our and banging sound engineer Tom. Thomas? Tom. For sorting us out this whole season. Puts up with us, listens to us in the studio. Puts a marker on it. What you, Put puts a marker it. on it. Man, legend. Like Tom Sharpie himself. <laughs> like cough, I
2: can't wait to find out what happens to Andy in season. <laughs> exactly. it's, like,
1: it's like EastEnders
0: basically it is
1: <laughs>
0: exactly is he dead who knows Whoa.
1: does he buy a dead present <laughs> <laughs>